This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I am so much more interested in men and their needs and their desires because you come to understand that everything you're doing is just a balance between that male and female role and that masculine, feminine dynamic. The more she submits, the more you can lead. And it's a process, but it's really fun. And I'm just telling you, like... There is just nothing like that kind of sex. I am very, very visual. And that's why I love missionary so much because I really do enjoy being able to look down and see what I'm feeling. The way it feels to me and how crazy it makes me and how wet and how juicy and frenzied. And, you know, like everything's throbbing. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, guys. All right. Well, I hope everybody's had a fantastic weekend. Hey guys, did you get a chance to listen to episode, the episode this Saturday, this previous Saturday? You know, it's an important episode, guys. It's about this new drug. Well, I don't know how new it is, but they've released it and it's called OxyPep. You'll probably hear the ad running in the show. I just honestly think anybody that's having sex should know about this. It's like the morning after pill for STIs. And I never knew this was out there. And I mean, I'm getting a prescription to just have it on hand just in case there's ever any, you know, any unprotectedness. (laughs) Well, actually, that's the thing. Nobody asks to use a dental dam. I've never had a guy, you know, want me to give him a blowjob when he's wearing a condom. This just doesn't happen. So we're always having unprotected oral sex, which, you know, you can you can get some funky things from that. So this DoxyPep is really, really helpful. And, you know, I think if it's anybody that maybe you're just casual with or you happen to have a one-off with or, 
just something that you weren't prepared for, I think everybody should know that, you know, this is available and it's easy to get and it's not expensive and it's really worth just having on hand, in my opinion. And I wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of it. So if you didn't get a chance, guys, it's not a long episode. Just go back and give it a listen. All the information's there. And I also still have that information in the show notes. Okay, so I wanted to lead off with a great email I got from a listener. And I'll call him C. And he says, hi there, I'm a very new listener, but you have piqued my curiosity. I'm recently divorced and newly in the dating scene. I've met a really great woman who has shared with me, one, that she loves this podcast, and two, she likes to be dominated in the bedroom. I had a very vanilla relationship in the past, so this revelation has me very interested and excited. So like any red-blooded man, I've started listening to several of your episodes about the DS relationship. Strangely, or maybe not, I'm hearing the description of what makes a great dom, and it really is resonating with me. I'm understanding things about myself and relationships, interactions that I never thought about before or took for granted. How can I learn more and explore this topic for myself and in this new relationship? I'd love some advice. Okay, well, let me see here what I can do. First of all, yay, (laughs) Uh, your girlfriend is, the girl that you're seeing, your girlfriend is amazing. She has great taste. I'm so glad she's recommending my podcast. Big kiss to her. And I'm so excited too that you're also interested in the DS dynamic. It's, I'll tell you what, hands down, this just would have been a different seven and a half years without that experience. It has shaped me and changed me in ways I never knew possible. Here's kind of the biggest thing, see, is that it taught me that, you know, why I was kind of picking the wrong people and why those people didn't work out and why I had this incredible draw and magnetism to certain men and then others, you know, not so much, even though they were great guys. And I was really kind of forcing it kind of like, this is, they tick all the boxes. Why, you know, why can't I make this happen? What's wrong with me? I really kind of, you know, felt like, oh, I guess, you know, it's just me that I don't, I guess I just don't go that deep. You know, I mean, really, that's, that's kind of what I started to think about myself. Well, oh, I go that deep and then some. And the cool thing about these DS relationships is it absolutely cannot exist without great, great communication. It helps you and your partner get excited about being together, discovering things, talking about things, bonding, being intimate. And that's just kind of all the stuff about outside of the bedroom. Inside of the bedroom, holy shit. I mean, there's just nothing like it. And as I've kind of come to understand it, and you know, it's just my personal take, that I believe that that the DS dynamics help you sort of reclaim and refine the right order of things between a man and a woman inside the bedroom as well as outside of the bedroom. Because if a woman can't submit to a man in the bedroom, you're definitely not going to get it from her outside of the bedroom because it's really, really takes a lot of trust and it takes a, a strong man to lead her and make her feel safe and protected you know, and really all the things that quite frankly should naturally exist 
if you're going to get in bed with someone. But what I find is that vanilla doesn't have those requirements. And so you end up in bed with a lot of the wrong people. I, I feel you end up in bed with more wrong people vanilla-wise, or I have at least, than I have, you know, after I got into a DS dynamic, learned about that. It just really helped shape my my mindset for how to be a good partner to a man and at least try to be a good partner to a man. You know, I mean, whether or not I am or I am not, I mean, that's really up to the recipient, right? The person that's on the receiving end of me, they'll tell you whether they think I am or not. But I am so much more interested in men and their needs and their desires because you come to understand that everything you're doing is just a balance between that male and female role and that masculine feminine dynamic. And it's such a compliment to it. And it just makes the sex amazing. When a woman can finally let down her guard and let a man lead her in the bedroom, and when a man can finally be confident and lead her with no hesitation, no problems, just boom. Oh my God. I mean, this you're going to see the sex is freaking unbelievable. It, it's just going to, it's going to take you on this new journey that, you know, you've never been on. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Now, to answer your question, see, um, I see, it's always weird. It's hard for me. I get this question from men, like, you know, about what makes a good dom. And I feel like I can tell you what my experience was, but I really believe that men need to be around other dominants need to be around other dominants and men that want to learn and sort of grow their their dominant side and learn about it and understand this stuff really kind of should be taught by you know a man so see i'm going to email you some advice on you know who you should talk to i don't know if you've ever listened to well you said you're listening to my bdsm episodes so i'm sure you've heard some stuff in there from Cowboy N and um, also probably Sir Inc. And I think that really as just a reference point, you know, like you got to hear it from other men, but I'll tell you just, I'll, I'll do my best to answer this and then I'll send you some uh, additional information on email. But, you know, the first thing is you got to sit down and just go through a bunch of things. There's all kinds of things that you can Google and research that will send you in the right direction for just questionnaires between dominants and submissives. And this will help. You should have the submissive fill it out. And also you should think about it too, you know, but really it's for the submissive so that you understand what your partner's wants, needs, and desires are, what turns them on, uh, where their boundaries are, what are hard limits, you know, you should obviously, if you're going to be engaging in this kind of play, if there's any sort of, you know, if you're binding or, you know, there's any impact play, there should always be a safe word. And you know what, quite frankly, I think everybody should, even vanilla should have a safe word. You could just hit a moment in a space and time where you're like, no, stop, you know, and you need, 
you need to have established something that automatically allows that other person to decipher without having to think about it. Like, is this this or is this that? Like, they just know for sure. Like, when you hear that word, it's an automatic stop. So I think it's honestly, it's good for everybody to, quite frankly, have a safe word when you're engaging in any kind of any kind of sex, but especially this dynamic. And then, you know, the kind of the goal is to help talk about fantasies and and what do you like and what is she all about and really kind of lead her through that and help her go deeper into her submission. And the more she submits, the more you can lead. And it's a process, but it's really fun. And this, I'm just telling you, like, there is just nothing like that kind of sex. So there's a lot of good resources out there. I will email them to you and just some of my my picks for you because you're a dominant. You know, if you were submissive, I could probably say a lot more, but I'm number one excited for you. Thank you so much for your email and um, look for my follow-up. All right. Thank you, C. Okay. All right, guys. Well, I don't know what you guys have been up to, but lately I have been in this mode of watching my own porn, looking at my own naughty pics. I'm just in this, I'm in this fascination right now with dicks and penetration, but not just, not just like looking at dicks, random dicks, you know, not like dick pics, (laughs) but dicks that have been in me, dicks, you know, a picture of a dick as it's inside of me, penetrating me. And just watching that, I am very, very visual. And that's why I love missionary so much, because I really do enjoy being able to look down and see what I'm feeling. You know, because when you lay back on your bag and then you feel all this stuff and you it's it's a, and you close your eyes, it's kind of a different set of senses, you know, and I'm not always closing my eyes, but just that, you know, I notice if I close my eyes, then I then I feel the sensation a lot more because I'm denying one one sense, right? And that's why I close my eyes a lot of times. Like, not because I don't want to look at my partner. I love looking at my partner, but I just, I, it's like, I feel like I can feel everything, just every movement, every stroke, every, everything, you know? And like, even just like the, my favorite part, the moment where it first goes in, you know, and you're just like, oh, especially when you've been all that buildup and you're horny as hell and you're dying for it. And I love the anticipation of that first stroke. (laughs) It's like, it's like quenching the deepest thirst I've ever had and just being filled up. And I often talk about how it's so different. I mean, I don't obviously know what it's like to be a guy, right? And have something that sticks out of me be enveloped (laughs) by my partner. But I know what it feels like to be penetrated. Being penetrated is just, it's so hot and it's so sexy and it's also so vulnerable. That's what I, I mean, I like, it's like you're letting this someone inside you and, and they're making you feel so good. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully they're good. Most guys are, most guys are very few complaints. I've very, you know, I've been very lucky, but yeah, just to feel that, 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 just a hard, like a rock hard fucking dick. I'm telling you guys, it's just, it's the best feeling. Sometimes I I wonder like who has it better. I, 
I just don't know. But the way it feels to me and how crazy it makes me and how wet and how juicy and frenzied and, you know, like everything's throbbing, my clip, my nipples, things are swelling, you know, you're getting blood flow and mm, it's almost like you've got a heartbeat between your legs. And then just to finally get that, that satisfaction is so, so good. I mean, I don't know. There's just not a whole lot better than being dicked down. I really feel like women have the advantage on this. I feel like it feels better for us than it does for men. And I don't know, but I just don't know how it could feel any better for them because usually guys are coming once and I'm coming a lot. So <laughs> that tells you my tolerance is low. Like for the, not my tolerance is low. It's just that the pleasure is so immense. I, I can't hold back. I like to tease. I do. I will. I will try as much as I can. A lot of times for that first one, I like to sort of edge myself a little bit on his, you know, on his cock. It's hard to do. It's not, it's not always easy. Sometimes I am better at it than others. Other times I'm just greedy, 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 greedy. And I just want as many as I can get as fast as I can get them and as close together as I can get them, as many orgasms. I just want them rolling. And then other times I love the edging, that building up, that teasing, because it feels so good. It's just like, you don't want it to be over. You know, it's that, oh, you know, but I can just, if I can, if I can just get right on the edge and just keep teasing that moment and teasing that moment out till, I mean, till I'm just like losing my mind. That is, that right there is the best. I've been doing that a lot lately with my own, just watching my own stuff. <laughs> oh, I've got to go. You know what it reminds me of? I, I was looking for something specific actually, because one of my listeners that left me a voicemail said that they wanted to hear some audio of me with my big, you know, my, with Pringles, you know, my, the big dildo that I named Pringles. And I told him, I said, I have, you know, I have, I have audio of that. This was, I think back in 2020, I made this video that I sent <laughs> to, to someone and I have that. So I don't know where it is though. I honestly, I think, I think I might've deleted it. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back. I may, I maybe even have to open, like grab an old iPhone. I save all my iPhones. I may have to just grab an old iPhone and pull it up. Like it's on there. I, you know, I don't know if it transferred when I got my new phone or what, but just in case I lose stuff, I always kind of keep, you know, I, I like to keep my old phones as a backup just so I can get access to that stuff if I ever need it. But yeah, I've, I've got to find that because I told him that if I could find it, I would pull some audio from it and pop it up there as bonus content in, in my private podcast, which by the way, I do put from time to time audio of me uh, just by myself or me with a partner up there. Just It's usually just a lot of sounds. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll let you guys fill in the blanks. You know, I think you know what that means, but it's very hot. It's very spicy. And that's why I love the private podcast because I can share this stuff without getting in trouble. I would get in trouble if I with my sponsors and all that. And also even just the platforms. It's like so freaking hard, you guys. You don't even know. I feel like I'm the artful dodger. I feel like I maneuver so well. It's so hard to get it's so hard to get monetized and stay monetized and not cross the line when it comes to this kind of content, but fuck it. You know, I mean, I have to talk about it. it. This is what the show's about. So I sort of, I try to get right on that line and then, you know, push, push, push. So let's see. Oh, 
Here's another little juicy tidbit too, is I'm thinking about when I go to Austin coming up here later on this week, going to a sex club. I don't know. I was talking to HK earlier today and I feel like we have very, uh, we have a lot of, we have a packed, a stacked schedule and I really would love to go to a sex club and I want to see if he'll go with me. This is going to be a this will be a step step out for HK. I I don't know that he's ever been to I'm sure he's been to a strip club before, but I don't know if he's ever been to a sex club. And I haven't been in a while and I really want to go. So I'm either going to go with him or I got to find, I got to, you know, nab Nico or just another actual friend or buddy, you know, that's a guy and be like, okay, I need a wingman. Like I do. I just need a wingman. Let's go. Let's go check out these clubs. I want to check out some local sex clubs. I'm into it. I'm sort of in this weird mode, like where I just, I'm up for voyeurism and watching and getting turned on and probably won't jump in and engage, but you know, you never know. I mean, maybe there'll be somebody really interesting there. And Another thing I should do, I've got to explore like the BDSM community. I know I've said that I should do this before, but and I never have. I don't know why. I don't know why I keep putting it off. I think I need to. I just I just want to investigate, you know. I just want to see what it's all about. And I'm sort of into exploring from an observer's perspective and just sort of reporting back to you guys <laughs> what I find. I'm just kind of in that mode right now. Oh, and you know, interestingly enough, I don't know if I mentioned this, guys. I did, um, I've been chatting a little bit bit with Stranger. Remember, I forgot his name. Oh my God, that was awful. Not his name, I forgot his nickname. I think I did mention him. You know, he just kind of popped back on there. And because I actually reached out because I was, you know, he's he's from Israel and I just wanted to see, I wanted to actually make sure that he was okay and that he didn't, he wasn't going back. I wasn't sure I knew that he was in the military at one point. I didn't know if if there's some sort of thing where you have to get called back, you know, or you, once you're in, you're always kind of, you can always be called back within a certain age range. And anyhow, so no, he's still, he's here. He's he's fine and safe. But then we just kind of started chatting and, you know, I'd love to hang out with him more, but I don't, you know, we kind of, the distance is, you know, we're about five hours apart. So I don't really know what'll happen with that, but I'm totally up for it. Like he'd be, I know he'd be fun to go to a sex party with and just check things out with, you know, and get all hot and bothered and turned on and then go back to our hotel and take it out on each other. Like that would be, (laughs) that would be so much fun. Yeah. But I just think that I'm curious to see what HK would do or how he would react in that kind of a scenario. And actually, it's probably a good thing to find out, you know, like I really kind of need to start seeing where where he'll go with this and how far I can get him to go with it. And I think we probably pretty much already established that as time goes on and if we stay together that, you know, he won't, he he's not going to want, he's not interested in non-monogamy, but maybe we can be voyeurs. <laughs> watch a little live porn together and, you know, see, see how that plays out. Oh, now the next thing you guys, okay, this is kismet. I believe I'm hoping I can pull this one off. Let's see how it goes. Recently, I just got a message on an old site that like a swinger site that I put myself on 
back when I first started all this and not much. I met a few guys on there way, way, way back in the beginning. The one guy I met actually flew to his house in Las Vegas. And that was the guy that, I don't know if you remember, I can't remember the episode. It was so funny, you guys. And not funny, but I felt bad. But he didn't tell me that he had this like nerve stimulator in his back. And it's honestly like the battery is quite large and he's very um, lean, you know, very muscular, but low body fat. So it, you see it, it's like in his back and you, you can feel it back there. Well, it, it keeps his nerves from firing, I guess, because he got into a car accident and it's very painful. Well, we were having some vigorous sex and then I guess it wasn't working like it was supposed to. It started acting up. He should have told me he had an injury. (laughs) It flared up when we were having sex and all of a sudden he had a spasm, you know, and I was like, oh my God. So he had this spasm during sex and I was right on the edge and you know, he kind of like rolled off me and I just kept going. Oh my God, it was awful. He was like seizing up and I'm like, are you okay? And I just kept going and my orgasm. Can you believe it? Is that awful, you guys? I mean, you know, you just can't waste a good orgasm. That's all I can say. I mean, this poor guy, he's like curling up, like pulling out of me and like curling up in pain. And I'm like, okay, are you all right? Okay, okay. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I had to finish myself. And then I tended to him. Yeah, but I, I'm not cold-hearted like that. But for like about five five to six seconds, yeah, I just, I kind of had to, I, I had to ride my wave there. So anyway, but I haven't had, uh, you know, that's a sidebar, guys, but I haven't had much luck on this site. But at any rate, so this one guy that I talked to a long time ago, who I really liked and thought was very, very cute, and we just couldn't quite get our timing right ever. <laughs> but we did we did talk a lot like over the years, over those beginning years. And I always was curious about him and he's very sexy. And so I he reached out again and I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm going to be going to be in California and I'm going to see if he will come and fuck me in front of Mr. Big. Because Mr. Big is all about it. He's like, "Oh yes." And so I told him what I'm cooking up and he's just like thousand <laughs> percent for it. So I have to see if I can make that happen. That has always been one of my fantasies is just to make a lover watch me, watch me getting just dicked down by some fucking hot guy and make him sit there and, or maybe, maybe I'll let him join me. Maybe I'll be like stroking his cock while all this is going on. Now, I don't know. I absolutely don't know what I'm doing, what I'm going to do, but it'll really just depend on my mood. But I definitely like the thought of him having to sit there and watch and then reclaim me afterwards. Oh, God. Yes. I mean, why is that so hot? There is something about that. There's just something about. There's something about a man having to that you care about and that cares about you having to watch as another man just does things to your body that he won't or can't or doesn't or, you know, or just even that he can, but just, just to see it from another, from a third party view, like watch me. This is how I fuck. This is how good I am. This is how much chemistry I can have with someone else. Watch what this guy does to my body. Watch how he makes me come. I mean, oh God. And then the guy leaves, sending the guy away. 
and just having pushed all those buttons, those hot buttons in your man, and then having them just like, whoa, fucking take you back and be like, and fuck the shit out of you and reclaim you because no, you are his. God, that's so hot. That, I mean, that's just, that's dominant submissive thing. That's dominant man shit. Like, fuck that. No, I'm going to fucking come inside you and put my seat in you and fuck that guy. (laughs) Oh, yes. So I, that, that I have got to do. That is going to happen. I'm going to do everything in my power. And if, and if, and if this guy that, you know, first was, isn't about it, doesn't want to, I don't care. I'm on a mission. I'm going to be reaching out to all the guys that I know (laughs) that could possibly do it. And fortunately, you know, my whole majority of my, the guys that I know that have done this stuff with me are in California. So how easy is that? So I'm going to have to tap into some of those hidden resources and see what I can make happen. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so, so much for spending a part of your day with me. I hope that I was able to turn you on, give you some things to think about, hopefully send you home, you know, to your partner, hot, horny, turned on. I would love it if you'd left me feedback about this episode. You know how much I love talking to you guys and connecting with you guys. It is so much fun and it means so much to me to just have you guys share a part of your lives with me like I share part of my life with you. It's so easy to do, guys. You just go to thecuriouschooldiaries.com and leave me a voicemail. You click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You have five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you personally. And I just absolutely love getting to know you. And I thank you so much for listening to the show. And don't forget, you got to subscribe, guys. Subscribe. Wherever you listen, just hit the subscribe button. You do not want to miss a single episode. Then they'll always be there waiting for you. And anytime you get on your device, you'll have me there or ready to listen to. And I've got a huge back catalog, by the way, 400 and I don't know where we're at right now, 430 episodes, 31. I mean, I'm just cooking right along. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.